someone new coming today, a guest. The angry man never had guests. This is something unexplored for me. It seems I've experienced a lot of that lately. I don't know what exactly I expected after my failure to contact Goose. Perhaps I thought Evelyn would pack up her bags and leave the moment they told her what had happened, or rather what had failed to happen. She would finally snap, the string drawn too tight, extended too far, and she would run with little care for where she ran to. Goose would follow her, and I would be alone again. What I didn't expect, Helena, was for Evelyn to decide to contact an old friend, one with certain abilities from what I've gathered, a woman touched by death and what comes after who can stretch across the canyon between the living and the dead and speak freely with those trapped things such as I, a psychic. Does Evelyn hope I am here in peace? Or does she want to speak to me only to ascertain my weaknesses? Of those, I have many. I'm sure of that. I am barely here to begin with. Regardless, this woman Evelyn knows from her mysterious before- Before the house, before she and Goose entered my world and disrupted my mindless peace, when Goose told her about their failed attempts at contacting me, wheels in Evelyn's mind seemed to turn, an idea forming, playing out, though I couldn't ascertain the specifics. What she told Goose, though, was this. After her mother's demise, Evelyn was distraught. Lost and confused, reeling with grief and pain. She had Goose, but they couldn't help her, much as they tried. But Evelyn found someone, a local woman, who helped people reach spirits. Once a person has moved on, they are beyond her sphere of influence. But to those trapped in the veil, this woman has the gift of speech. I wonder if she will reach me. What will I say? Helena, should I ask her if she knows you? If she knows when you will come? For now, though, I'll wait. I'm good at that. I've got it. Lillian. Evelyn. Oh, it's so wonderful to see you. Come in. Come in. Thank you so much for coming all the way out here. I know it's a long drive. Oh, I flew. You couldn't have expected me to drive all the way to Maine, now could you? (sighs) Not sure if you noticed, Evelyn, but I'm a bit past my prime. Besides, you don't need to thank me. I hardly have many chances to travel these days. Oh, if we'd known that, I would have picked you up from the airport. It's no worry, child. My daughter doesn't live far from here, and she was kind enough to lend me her car for the day. And this must be Goose. That's me. 
Welcome to our humble abode. Don't sell yourself short now. It's a beautiful house. You said it was your uncle's? Yes. It was left to me when he died. I never knew him, though. Ah, a house touched by death. It's no wonder you've got spirits here. Yes, well, that's the problem. We know we've got one, but she won't talk to us. We were hoping- I'd be able to contact this poor soul. And see what it wants. See if it wants to, uh, hurt us. It? My girl, I've told you before, spirits are still people. You should show them some respect. Right. Yeah. Lillian is beautiful. The kind of beauty that only increases with age. Full of grace and a calm wisdom. She's tall and wiry, with long, curly hair the same silver color as the man's. But where his eyes were full of bitter exhaustion, hers are kind, warm. With her here, Evelyn seems almost relaxed? Relieved, at least. She trusts this woman. Do I? She reminds me of a spider, with her long, spindly limbs, and her silver hair, and the way she quietly commands this house. There is still no spider in the corner. Is Lillian weaving a web in its absence? I can see her eyes roaming, cataloging the peeled wallpaper just visible at the top of the stairs, the boxes of half-sorted remains of the man's possessions, searching for spirits. Well, shall we begin? Um, is there anything you need to know about her? You said on the phone that she screamed? Tell me about that. We were cleaning, and we decided to take down the wallpaper. Well, Duncan... My uncle. Must have wanted to hide something, because there was a whole room that was hidden under it. But when we went to try the doorknob... Something, someone, sorry, screamed. I thought it was Duncan at first, that he wanted, like, revenge or something, but it wasn't. It was a girl's voice. We think it was his daughter. And what was his daughter's name? Lorna. Lorna Blair. Helena, I hate when they say that name. Just Lorna is frightening enough, but... And do we know anything about Miss Blair? Not really, no. Like I said, Duncan wasn't close with the family. I know she lived in this house. She disappeared in the 90s. No one ever found out what happened to her. Everyone in my family thought Duncan had done something, but it was never proven. That certainly sounds like a recipe for a restless spirit. And she hasn't shown herself since? No. I tried to talk to her, but no dice. Some souls need a more experienced touch. If she's here, I should be able to reach her. And you'll be able to tell if she wants to hurt us? Evelyn, don't you worry, all right? Not all spirits are the same. But if this one is what you think, I'll make sure you're safe. Thanks, Lillian. Now, do you have a table where we can begin? In the kitchen. Shouldn't we be setting up outside the room, since that's where she appeared? A house is like a body, you see. It hardly matters where you poke it, hurts all the same. If Miss Blair is here, she'll feel us. More importantly, 
I'll feel her. They settle at the small table in the kitchen. From her bag, Lillian pulls out a cloth, the color of the ink that covers the windows at night, and three tall candles. She covers the table and places the candles, unlit, in the center. Goose, dear, will you get the lights? Evelyn, kindly draw the curtains. Darkness covers the kitchen, dim sunlight persisting through the fabric at the windows. Lillian seems satisfied. Now, each of us will light a candle, our energy in the flame, so that Lorna can find her way to us. I'm right here. Now what? Now we join hands. Good. Close your eyes and just breathe. You are furthering my ability to reach her, but I'll handle the heavy lifting from here. I am speaking to the spirit of Lorna Blair. If you are here, make yourself known to us. How? Lorna, place your hands over the flame. Let our living souls energize you, so that we may speak as equals in this place. I... Helena, grant me strength. I stand between Goose and Evelyn's seats, facing Lillian. Her eyes are closed, so why do I feel as if she's looking right at me? Lorna, place your hands over the flame. Let us speak to you. I reach my hands out, holding them over flames I can't feel. Is this meant to help me? I don't feel any different. Is it working? Shush. Don't break my focus. Right. Sorry. Sorry. I am speaking to you, Lorna. These candles are a conduit for our search for you. We are here in this circle so that I may reach you. Help me to reach you. You must focus. Channel your mind. Imagine a rope connecting your lost soul to my living one. It is thick and sturdy. It will not break. The rope will hold. We are connected, you and I. Do you feel it? I don't. I'm trying. I'm imagining the rope, holding us together. Helena, I'm going to pretend, just for a moment, that she is you, all right? You are sitting before me, and to reach you, I must first stretch out my mind. We are connected. The rope between us. It's... <gasps> oh! I feel it, Lorna. That's very good. Do you feel it? I... Yes. Just under my navel. It's... It's tugging me. Just barely towards you. Good, good. Lorna Blair, can you hear me? Yes, yes, I... Can... Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Oh... Does that frighten you, child? I... Yes, being heard, I'm not used to... 
You can hear me? How long have you been here, my girl? I don't know. This this is all I've ever known. Ask her what she wants. In due time, Evelyn, let me work. I don't want to hurt her. I know she's scared of me. All I want is... Helena, all I want... I want you to take me away. You want me to? No, not you. No. I want Helena. Who is Helena? My goddess. My love. The light that glows in my mind. The only name I know. The only memory I have. Helena. She's... She's all you remember? All that I have. She's all that I have. I have no memory, no names before this house. For as long as I have been here, Helena has been the sole focus of my prayers. I have to hope that you, that she, will take me away from here. To where? This is all that I have ever known. Why did you stop Evelyn and Goose from opening that door? I don't know. All I know is there is something beyond that must remain hidden. I wish I could tell you why. It's always frightened me. The man sealed it up, and I was glad to see it gone. Was it your room? That's... I don't like that question. I don't know. I... I don't know. Is there something dangerous within? I don't know. 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 (laughs) What are you tethered to, child? I'm sorry. That... What are you doing? That that hurts. Stop it. There is something with you here. What is it? Answer me. What are you tethered to? What? You heard me. Answer me, spirit. I command you. I don't... Tethered? No, no, no. This is far beyond me. This is something dark. Something ancient. This is... I have never seen this before. What? What are you saying? Lillian! Lillian! What am I- The rope is severed. I will not have this thing tied to me. I'm leaving. Wait! What? What's going on? Are we in danger? My girl, that spirit, has something far beyond me attached to her. What does that mean? It means that even if you were paying me, I'd be booking it out of here. All three are standing now. Lillian, Lillian, please, can you hear me? Did you get any answers? <sighs> Lorna doesn't know anything. I've never met a spirit that knows nothing of her past. There was a name, Helena, but nothing else. And then I felt that thing that is latched onto her. This is no spirit I have ever encountered. Now, if you'll excuse me. Lillian, wait. Should we leave? I can't. I can't do this again. That's up to you. The spirit herself seems harmless, but we can talk later over the phone. I don't want to be here any longer. Please. I'll... I'll walk you to your car. There is something dark here. There is something dark tied to me. 
and Evelyn and Goose are still afraid. Will they leave me, run from me, escape this prison? I suppose it all depends on our mysterious warden. Lillian heard me. It was addictive. I spoke, and she answered me. And she spoke, and I answered her. Conversation to be heard. I, I want to be heard again. But there is something dark tied to me. There is something dark tied to me, and I do not know what it is, and I feel the need to run like Evelyn, and I cannot. I am trapped. One cord was severed, but the other remains. I don't even know how I'm meant to feel the cord. Have I ever been without it? Have I ever been myself? Have I ever been free of strings? Helena, I think that maybe I am nothing more than a puppet, and there is something dark tied to me. I am so, so very afraid. Weaver is written and produced by Newton Sweeney. This episode featured Newton Sweeney as Lorna, Michael Martin as Goose, Rhododendron Sykes as Evelyn, and Newton Shadokati as Lillian. Our script editor is Veda Wheeler. Our production consultant, sound designer, and sound engineer is Newton Shadokati. Our theme is composed and performed by Raya Ming. Our cover art is by James Smith. To find cast and crew bios, links to our social media, episode transcripts, and more, check out our website at weaverpod.carrd.co for more information. Thanks for listening.